Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. us listening to here, Bundes? It's the Brian Jonestown Massacre. As in like the famous cult Jonestown Massacre? It's a combination of the Rolling Stones, Brian, who died in the pool, and uh, the Jonestown Massacre. It's a combination of those two names. Oh. This record is called their Satanic's Majesty's Second Request, in honor of the Rolling Stones. Hmm. This song is called Anemone, like the flower. It's all about I don't know, it's something about this song. I've had sex to this song more than any other song. I've also gotten high to this song more than any other song. Really? I like it. Kind of got like a Mazzy Star vibe to it a little bit. The singing style, but not the music. Song has like a 1960s kind of vintage uh, classic rock feel to it. Mm-hmm. Some of the guys in this band, it's like a San Francisco band, some of the guys broke off and went into different um, different bands. Uh, one of them is called Black Rebel Motorcycle, and that guy, his dad is Levon Elm. Oh, yeah. How old is this song? This is from 1996. Mm. You want to know what song I'm into right now? Yeah. It's actually some soundtrack music. Let me see if I can uh, kick this on here. Oh, yeah. This song gives me goosebumps. This is the theme to the TV show The Crown. It's great. Great. And they just, like, are going zoomed in on, like, the gold of The Crown. Yeah, I mean, the opening scene has got cool music, but sometimes when they play the music in the middle of the show, and they're, it's yes, uh, haunting, yes. haunting. Oh, my God, I'm getting goosebumps now. Bundes, are you intrigued by this show at all, or you don't care? The Crown? I mean, is, a, is, is it anything like House of Cards? Is it, like, really manipulating and... and- Diabolical like that. Oh well, House of Cards is like the king show of manipulation. <laughs> um, no, I mean it's it. You have to watch it. It's basically they're taking s- some partially true events and making up the filling in the blanks themselves, and they're just showing uh, the lives of people like the Queen, and you know her start her getting married and then becoming queen and mm-hmm. then starting her family and then all the kids have grown up and so now Princess Diana's involved in it and. Yeah, I would say that no season before this one has ever made me feel uh, more kind of like there's a bunch of spoiled brats than this season of The Crown. I've never felt that way about the Royals until this season. And then I'm like, come on! It's interesting because as I'm sucked into this new season, which is season four, I just... 
I need to know what was real and what they've made up. Yeah, I agree. Because it's a mix of both. Yeah, it's in a there. mix. It's a mix. And it's easy. I'll often be Googling stuff while I'm watching the show to see what's real, mm-hmm. what really happened. Because, like, in this latest episode, they highlighted, or the one that I watched, rather, uh, they highlighted this guy who snuck into Buckingham Palace and ended up um, in the Queen's bedroom talking yeah. to the Queen. Yeah. He snuck in. And it, he, did it, up. he did it twice. The first time he did it, the queen wasn't there. Yeah. So he went in again. Yeah. And then the queen was there. And they had a conversation. That guy has come forward and said that that really did happen. I mean, I think he went to jail for three months. No, he was committed into a... a, psych- a psychiatric uh, hospital. Yeah. So he spent three months in a psych hospital. Yeah. Because they figured he was mentally ill. Um, but he, yeah, he wasn't happy with how he was portrayed, but it was interesting because I read the true facts of what happened and what they showed in the TV show. Mm -hmm. And it it was the same idea, but they changed like the way he cut his hand Mm. in the TV show versus how he cut it in real life. And And why would they do that? Why would they do that? Unless they had to change a certain amount of the facts so it could still be considered fiction so they can't get sued. I don't know. I really don't understand. You know, they're showing Princess Diana. Mm-hmm. I, I would assume that she uh, talked about having bulimia at some point in time because they feature it in the TV show. Mm-hmm. So she must have been public about that at some point in her life. Mm-hmm. And um, I mean, you really feel for what she went through because from what the show is portraying, like she moved into the palace as soon as that engagement happened to protect her. That's what they said. And they just left this young woman alone she was a teenager she was a teenager she was a young girl you know what i mean it's like she was in jail and nobody cared about her and or her mental well-being and then of course the eyes of the entire globe were on her because this is like i never thought of it this way because the queen's been the queen for so long but essentially charles was supposed to be king at some point and she was good princess di was going to be the next queen yeah and they were training her for they that were, royal world mm-hmm I, but again, you know, they uh, they tend to exaggerate in the most extreme ways, like for all the drama, right? Yes. To add drama. So who knows? Was she really left alone for literally like three weeks, except for, you know, with her grandmother teaching her how to be royal? Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's weird. Have you gotten to the point where she gives Charles a birthday present? Uh, oh, man. I wonder if that was real. Yeah. I, uh, here's another question. If you're a member of the royal family, are you watching this show? <laughs> you must be. Like, there's no way you Meghan Markle be. isn't watching this show. She would love this show. Mm-hmm. But is Harry watching it with her? Or does she have to watch it secretly? Or do they watch it together and then Harry can kind of say, oh, that probably happened. Oh, that didn't. Yeah. I mean, they certainly don't make uh, Prince Charles look like a great husband in the in the no. series The Crown. No. Was he really that big a douchebag yeah. in real life? Like, was he really... You know, did he, obviously he had a strong relationship with Camilla Parker Bowles. Mm -hmm. We know that because they're married now Mm -hmm. and they were together before Diana Mm -hmm. and he couldn't choose her because she was married and she wasn't a suitable queen Mm -hmm. for him. Mm -hmm. But was he literally having sex with Camilla Parker Bowles the whole time? He was courting Diana I mean, and even seems, before the wedding. It seems like they didn't even like live together, really. He just had his own place. She had her own place and he was close to Camilla the mm-hmm. whole time. Yeah. And how about Margaret Thatcher? 
Don't you find it super annoying? Here's a what did she actually have a voice that she had to push every single word out of her throat with as much <laughs> She does sound like that's the with uh, by the way enthusiasm as I'm doing right now. Gillian Anderson is the one who plays Margaret Thatcher, who is the uh, first female prime minister of the United Kingdom. She did a great job in that I didn't role. even know that was Gillian Anderson. I looked it up. I'm like, who's playing Margaret Thatcher? I'm like, Gillian Anderson, she's from the X-Files. Like that. She's absolutely beautiful in the role. <laughs> but I would say I found uh, whatever throat problem she has, it must have okay. been a medical condition. Here's a Margaret Thatcher speech. Oh, okay, like a real one. Yeah, let's see if she really sounds like that. I haven't gone down this road. Oh, <laughs> i got to wait for this commercial to play on YouTube before I can get to it. But it says, highlights from the Iron Lady speeches. So the, she was referred to as the Iron Lady. She was very, very difficult to deal with. <laughs> okay, let's see what this is here. Let's see. Excerpts from famous speeches from the late Prime Minister Margaret Thatcher. Mr. Chairman, Mr. President, ladies and gentlemen, I stand before you tonight in my red star chiffon evening gown, (laughs) my face softly made up and my fair hair... She kind of does have that talk. But she doesn't push as much. The Iron Lady of the Western World. A little Where bit. Where there is discord, may we bring harmony. Where there is error, may we bring truth. Where there is doubt, may we bring faith. She's got um, a little bit of that there. A little, but it seems like she may have been pushed a little bit over the top with the voice provided by Gillian Anderson. What about the guy who plays uh, the Queen's husband, uh, uh, Prince Philip? Philip. Prince <laughs> 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 he sounded like the queen there saying, oh, Philip. 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 You don't want, it's too bad you don't watch this show. Anyone who's listening to this podcast who doesn't watch this show, you probably already turned it off. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. Bundes, you're not intrigued at all by the royals. There's nothing that does it for you. The, the royals never really interest me. The, the, I find them all What's dis- despicable, really. I, I find what, what I find interesting about the royals is like their divine right to rule and how they became royal. If it, that show dove into that, mm. then I'd be like super interested. No. But I don't really care about their family politics, no. Yeah. I mean, you slowly see like it, it does tackle the idea of different uh, colonies wanting their own independence. Like in this current season, they discuss how Austria, uh, Australia, sorry, um, mm-hmm. wanted to you know, kind of separate themselves from the royal family. Mm-hmm. But then Diana came around and the, all the whole country loved Diana. Yeah. And then like the guy who's running Australia is all pissed off because it kind of is ruining his plan to want to remove himself from the royal you know, connection. That's partly why like Prince Charles and Diana were both fighting for a divorce. But because she was so popular and so loved across the globe, there's no way in hell they were going to ever let them get a divorce. Well, they did eventually. They did eventually. Yeah. Um, but it was like an arranged... It's. It looked very much, if you take any of the stuff they do in the TV show for uh, truth or for fact, but it looked like a, almost an arranged marriage where he didn't try very hard. Mm-hmm. Like he did choose her, mm-hmm. but it wasn't the person he wanted to be. And he no. chose her because he was told that she was the right person. Mm-hmm. And arranged marriages can work. 
mm-hmm. you can have like very successful arranged marriages, but both parties have to want to be there. Yeah, they have you know to want to I mean? make it work. And it seemed like he didn't really care to put in the effort to make it work. And then she had her own issues mm-hmm. and she got, you know, kind of pissed off at him. And The thing is you get deeper into the, the series and I'm not going to spoil anything for you, but like Prince Andrew comes up, who's the guy... Who's uh, kind of involved in all this scandal with, with at Jeffrey Epstein? Yes. Yeah. So he comes up, and the other siblings. And one thing that I've noticed behind the scenes is like they fight over who's got who's closer in line to the throne. Like Prince Andrew's marriage comes up, and Charles. And I wonder if this is really something that happens in the royal family. But Charles is like, who cares? Like you're like fourth, fifth, sixth in line of the throne. My kids, who are like one and two are more in line to the throne than you are. So why is this wedding such a big deal? And kind of mm. like walks out of the room. And I wonder if they do kind of like talk about who's in line to the throne more because they say that if you're not the queen, everyone just feels like insignificant. Yeah. You know? Like is, Prince Harry. Is that such a big deal? You know? Yeah. Anyway, enough talk about the crown. Check it out, Bundes. He's not going to like it. Yeah, like, <laughs> he doesn't like anything that we like. He won't watch The Queen's Gambit. He didn't like Game of Thrones. No. I'd, I I mean, if I if this was like old King Henry kind of stuff, I'd be so into that. Because I like, I like the politics of the world and like how wars determine world and struggles for, for things like that. But like their inner workings of their family doesn't really, I don't really find that so fascinating. We, we all know the Queen is an evil. Like, what else do <laughs> oh, we need careful. to know? Whoa. No, she, she just believes that she has to continue the tradition of the royal family. And right. she's, a, she's very much a stickler for that. Mm-hmm. She's not a fan of doing things that are not the royal way. Mm-hmm. So she prevented her sister from marrying the the man that uh, she was in love with. Yeah. Because he was divorced. Mm-hmm. Wasn't suitable. But there's a lot she's of hypocrisy. She's come around yeah, now. Yeah, because like everyone in the royal family is divorced <laughs> except for the uh, one kid you never hear about. Who? Uh, not Anne, not Charles, not Andrew. Um, oh, yeah, the other one, yeah. Yeah, uh, the other one. Doesn't <laughs> matter. He's not in line for the throne. Yeah. <laughs> I think he's the only one of the four kids that it's didn't happy? get divorced. Right. Well, who knows if he's happy? He was probably so far down on the chain for the throne that they just didn't even care who he married. And that that's yeah, why it worked out well for him. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, what else is going on? <laughs> well, I just said it must be so boring if you don't watch the crown. To be a part of this conversation. Yeah, if my life feels empty since I've uh, finished watching the this, it's not worth binging it, I'll tell you. Drag it out, enjoy it. I don't know if you guys are feeling this, but I, I agree with this. I was reading this morning that parents are heartbroken that their family has missed kids' milestones during the pandemic. 80% of parents with young kids say that they feel really sad that they've been missing out on sharing these milestones they have with their babies or their young children with the rest of the family. I feel that because I feel like my daughter who's four has really missed out on bonding with all of her cousins because we don't do that anymore. And I come from a huge family, as you guys know. And like Christmas, we'd normally have 40 people. There'd be like 15 kids running around and she doesn't get to see those people anymore. And she's at that age where you kind of build those bonds with cousins. Yeah, yeah. Those are I mean, cousins she might make out with down the road. 
right, right Bundus? Bundus? Is that a shot at me? <laughs> that was a, you know what that I was mean? a shot right across your bow, my friend. <laughs> you know how it is. Yeah, I do. I know very well how it is. But you know She why? wasn't your first cousin, though. No, she, she was like, like your parents' cousin's kid or something. She, I think our grandparents were first cousins, so that makes her like a fourth cousin. Right. Yeah, well, not the same as if Harvest is making out with your like brother's kids. Right, right, right. Something my best friend was definitely my cousin when I was a kid. Like, 100%. It was my cousin, and all I wanted to do was go visit him, and he felt the same way about me. We were best buddies. That's cool. I don't, you know, I don't feel as bad for the young kids, though. Like, you're Harvest, if you don't spend time with your nieces or nephews or whatever, her cousins, she's not really going to notice a huge difference. I feel bad for the older people, like for the people who only have a few more years where they're in good health. Yeah. You know, or you don't know how many years ahead totally. you have to go. Like, you know, my, my mom, my, my mom, your mom. I mean, my mom is in her seventies now. She's mm. in relatively good health. Mm. I mean, she has rheumatoid arthritis and things going on, mm-hmm. but how many years does she have left where she can drive to my sister's house or yeah. fly to England to visit my sister yeah. there if, while she's living there? You know, like, and all these windows of opportunity stay closed. Yeah, totally. And so if you only, I mean, I'm not, I don't want to speak on my mother's behalf, but if you have an elderly parent who maybe only has a handful of good years ahead of them, mm-hmm. sucks to miss out on a whole one. Yeah, to be stuck at home. Yeah, you're right. And people have been saving for that. People save so they can go on those last minute trips. Like my in-laws, they both retired right before the pandemic hit. And they had this massive trip to Italy planned. Six weeks, hotels, the whole thing. They were just, and we were like, oh man, if you guys are going to be down there, we'll fly out for a week and just like hang with you guys. Yeah. Uh, that whole thing, you know, got canceled. And that's like one of their retirement years where they're both healthy enough to enjoy and travel through a trip like that. Exactly. Because if something happened to them medically Mm. a couple of years from now, maybe they wouldn't take that same kind of trip. Six weeks. Yeah, absolutely. Who knows? Or people that, yeah, have bigger trips or want to go live down south for five months Mm -hmm. and avoid winter. I mean, you don't do that when you have tons of health issues unless you have amazing health insurance that'll cover you down south. What about people like Bundes, single people who are missing out on quality years slaying, you know? Think of all... I don't feel bad about that because Bundes can resume activities... When, when once the vaccines and he's full peaking, effect. he's peaking right now. What if this is my last good year, and next year it all falls apart yeah, on me? What if next year it falls apart on Bundus? But yeah. this might be good for Bundus to be settled down with one person for a period of time, because I don't know if he would have given the Friday night lady friend as uh, long as big a chance as he has, because mm-hmm. he's a commitment phobic guy, and not nothing against her. He doesn't like to commit. Right, right. He's afraid of commitment now. I don't do commitment. And honestly, like as great as she is, I really don't think, like even if you put the perfect person in front of me, Mm. I don't even know if all things were normal, if I would have even. She could be the perfect person. She she could be. Mm -hmm. And you're just, yeah, you got to make sure you always have an arm's length away from her. But maybe this pandemic is going to help Bundes learn to give people a chance. A chance. He's just addicted to that first three months, though, well, of a new who relationship. Isn't? That's the best, yeah. the first three months. Man, I remember those days. Well, and the We're thing doing is, crazy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I know a lot of people where if they had lots of options available to them, if they could get out of their current relationship and knew that they would slay out there in the real world mm. and they didn't have kids, they would do that. Yeah. 
Like celebrities change wives every five to seven years. That's like Bundes. It's he just <laughs> he's got to, you're like a celebrity. He knows he's going to get out there and he's going to like be banging people left, right, and center. Yeah. Well. So if that's... I if I get out of my marriage with my wife, I don't know if I'm going to end up with anyone as good. <laughs> It's a strong likelihood I won't. <laughs> you know? Well, for me, it's like it's like a hobby. It's like I actually enjoy it. So yes. it's like instead of like watching the game on Saturday night, like I actually get off on going out and like seeing what I can do. Yeah, right? it's the chase it's that's sport. exciting. Yeah, yeah. He's a hunter. Mm-hmm. He likes to hunt women. Mm-hmm. And he hasn't been able to hunt. He's been stuck with the same carcass for... Carcass? <laughs> I don't know what you would prefer to an animal that you uh, kill and... Uh, you know, he's got the same trophy mounted on his wall right, now. Right, yes. He wants to put up some new ones. Right. Uh, wow. Well. Them- <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> it is. So, But, you know, I don't feel bad for Bundes because he's young enough that he, if he wants to slay when life resumes, he'll be able to slay a little longer. Mm-hmm. If he was going bald, like starting today, yeah, yeah, yeah. and the clock and was going ticking, bald fast. Tick, 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 and yeah, yeah, fast, yeah. And, and he knew he only had eight months left <laughs> of hair, yeah. then I might be like, oh, oh, that's too bad. You're wasting your last good year of hair. Oh, no. <laughs> that's not happening in this case. It's not happening. Right. Yeah. You'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. What else was something, you know, speaking of the future and people missing out, mm-hmm. I was surprised by this. That uh, people were asked what they think 2021 will be like versus 2020. Oh, it's going to be awesome. Well, that's what I think. I kind of feel like it's going to be a series of finish lines that it it won't be one, you know, finish line for everybody, Mm -hmm. but it'll be a series of finish lines. And by the time we end up in the fall, hopefully uh, all those who want a vaccine get one. Mm -hmm. All those who don't, I don't know what happens to Mm -hmm. (laughs) They get moved to the the, uh, internment camps that they're, uh, you know, all the conspiracy theories. (laughs) talk about no, uh, no, but anyway no. i but they asked him do they think 2021 will be a better year than 2020 and almost 10 percent of people say no they think it's going to be worse than this past year mm. i don't I think, feel that way i don't think that's true i there's no way anything can possibly be worse than 2020 even if nothing changes in this pandemic and we're still dealing with covid if all of these vaccines don't work um, I think we're at least getting better at managing lockdowns and, and, and at least managing the mental impact of the lockdowns. Well, just think of where we were in April when you weren't literally allowed to be on a field in a park. Mm-hmm. Stopped. That's so crazy. Or you get a fine. That so crazy. seems crazy to me. And that's like, uh, you know, how long ago was that? If I do the math, six months ago. Six months ago. Not that long ago. So I kind of feel like, uh, I don't know, it's unfortunate that there are almost 10% of people thinking it's going to be a worse year, but that ain't me, Mm -hmm. I'll tell you that. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you, the Brian Jonestown massacre, I wonder what he's thinking. This guy revels in tragedy. (laughs) Named his band after a dead singer and all like a hundreds of people that all committed suicide oh. in Jonestown. A little bleak, Bundus. Yeah. Song's good though, man. Yeah, I do like it. Never heard of this band before this moment today. So thank you for introducing us to this. My pleasure. I still don't, I'm not convinced you're saying the name of this song correctly. <laughs> Anemone. 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 It's like a flower. Anemone. It's a, it's Anemone. A, yeah. 
Okay. He knew it was a flower. That's big. That's big. Thanks for checking out the podcast. 